This episode of Weed and Grub at Hall of Flowers is presented by Smoking Paper. Smoking is one of the leading brands in rolling papers. You can find smoking on five continents and in more than 100 countries worldwide. Slim, king size, hemp, there's a smoking paper for every kind of roll. Smoking is committed to quality papers and respect for the environment. Follow at Smoking Paper on Instagram or go to smokingpaper.com. Smoking, roll with it. Hello. And welcome to Weed and Grub. Hey everybody, we are so excited to bring you a very special series of mini-sodes in partnership with Smoking Paper. Weed and Grub at Hall of Flowers. Hall of Flowers is an industry-only, highly curated trade show designed to facilitate the trade of premium licensed cannabis products in every category. Flower, concentrates, edibles, topicals, and accessories. It's an incredible show that brings together the most innovative brands, retailers, and industry insiders to incubate the future of cannabis brands. We were so happy to attend and to speak with several leaders in cannabis at the event for this series. Here's our interview with Michael Magliano. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? It's going amazing. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. How are you? Excited. We're here coming to you live from Hall of Flowers with an incredible guest. Would you please introduce yourself and tell everyone your title and what you do? Sure. Uh, so, Michael Magliano. Um, I guess I'm new to the game in cannabis uh, through uh, uh, Pantry Food Company uh, as, uh, as one of the chefs with them. Uh, but just recently, uh, I've taken on the, uh, the executive chef position at Gusto Green, uh, where we'll be bringing you some, uh, some good or uh, great Italian uh, to you soon. And uh, I guess that's going to be next year sometime. It's, wow. it's in the building, correct? So we anchor the building. We, uh, we're a big amazing. part of the building. We'll be doing stuff in uh, the private members club Mota as well. Uh, so it's a, it's a very exciting uh, place to be in. So for those who listening who don't know about this, this is the building that Green Street is currently erecting in downtown L.A. Correct. That will house all of the best brands in the cannabis industry, basically. Yeah, so me and Rama go back uh, a few years uh, and stuff. So he has been behind Green Street uh from the beginning it's his company and uh i've done stuff at his other office and just known him for for years now as, as a friend and we just kind of things happened you know things happened and he has that space and uh just in a, a roundabout way it, it kind of came back my way uh to working with him and making some a couple introductions here and there and uh so now i'm, I'm actually the chef so to speak of that building um, which is a very exciting opportunity to, to be within. Fuck yeah, congrats. So I, th- I think you'd say it's probably the, the epicenter of ca- cannabis being almost 70,000 square feet uh, of brands and restaurant and consumption and all that. And so are you currently in the stage where you're doing R&D for the menu or where, where are you at with the restaurant? So with the restaurant, uh, we're really going to, we're in the sector of being a wellness brand so we have a lot of elements to what we're doing 
Um, so we're actually formulating some stuff that'll be crossover CBD and THC, which is exciting. Um, we're doing dinner parties uh, all over the place to, to kind of just start working and developing these ideas uh, for what's going to be on the menu. For the most part, it'll be heavily plant-based. Uh, very clean eating, very little like when you come down to like processed sugar and, and that type of thing. Uh, use of adaptogens um, within some of the, especially like our cocktail program. Uh, we actually brought uh, to the show uh, on that we brought Ken, someone he hoped to partner with um, to do some some stuff, which will be really fun with our cocktails and, and everything. But um, yeah, so we're. You know, there's a lot to it. There's obviously heavy construction at Green Street, yeah. seven stores plus a rooftop, a lot of concepting, a lot of construction uh, throughout the building that's happening. Uh, and then to build out, essentially build out the brand as, you know, in, in its product line, that's happening right now. So a lot of different things. I, I kind of did a little Googling on you. And so I, I know that you've cooked at some incredible restaurants and you have a pretty extensive background. But can we start at the beginning with how you started in the food game at all sure how i started in the food game um well for me it was really that after school thing and right around that time everybody knows uh people were getting hungry and uh so it kind of it really started there and it started with early salsa really uh my mom's mexican my dad's italian and so stuff would be happening there I'm not sure if my mom will hear this, but now she's going to know. <laughs> so, but either, either way, uh, so that's kind of where we started. My mom was a fantastic cook, and, um, you know, I was, I was in the Boy Scouts, and we'd go on campouts and, and bring all our stuff, and everything kind of spun from there. So were you uh, the one who would be making the eggs in the morning when everyone wakes up in the campfire? Well, we had something called a grub master. And I was that at times, and we would. My mom would help me marinate the chicken for doing fajitas and making chicken cacciatore and and doing different stuff, which is where I I started to kind of cook and and find out I really enjoyed it. Really, uh, to feed ourselves. Yeah. And it just kind of extended on. It's obviously a skill that you know everybody should really know what they're eating or that you know at least be interested in that. I'd hope. Um, you know, but for me, it was really just a, a, a functional skill that I'd apply to my, you know, any, anywhere, anybody eats, everybody eats. So it's, it's one of those things. Um, but it's, uh, it's really, when I really got into it professionally, I, it was after a snowboarding accident and I uh, was laid up on the couch and my dad's pushing me a little bit and he is a, a dean at the school I ended up going to and it was under his budget, the kitchen. So he's like, but you should check this out, Mike. He loved cooking. You should check this out. And uh, I wasn't necessarily the best student, but I was very good with my hands and I like to move around a lot. Yeah, and you're coordinated. And if you can snowboard, you can multitask yeah, and, yeah. and everything. So I, so I kind of hopped into it and I, I loved it. And, and uh, it just going to school opened up a lot of doors. I worked at the Hyatt and just from there, it, uh, I had a, an amazing mentor that, that, got me at my spot at the uh the french laundry almost 16 years ago wow. it's funny i was there this morning i was over at bouchon picking up bread and the baker there i used to work four or five feet away from that really? I just saw he, he went off he did his own thing for a while 
and now he's back at Bouchon. So it's really good to uh, connect with him and and uh, and get all the bread for what we curated for the show today. Oh, that's what we're going to be so, snacking on? Yeah. Yeah, so you have the Bouchon bread, and we have amazing charcuterie that we got, and uh, Jardinera. We have an eggplant uh, and gr- egg, eggplant caponata and grilled artichoke uh, sandwich Ooh. for vegans, uh, plant-based, all that, right? Unless you have gluten. But uh-huh. if you have gluten allergy, that type of thing, we have uh, we have a chopped salad, and we have a, uh, a kale Caesar. Um, Which we were just talking about before we so recorded. We yeah. So you yeah. have these fresh hemp leaves that you're going to incorporate so into the, some these, of the food? These hemp leaves, uh, David Hilruth from uh, uh, Panchea Plant Sciences is really working on this farm up in Washington, and he's just now coming to market on it. And this is a big part, you know, for us being in that building and a way to kind of show support for cannabis uh, all around, just as David has, you know, he's actually one of the guys speaking with the FDA and with the legalization of CBD and stuff. He's a big player and, and just a great guy. But he sent us these uh, these greens. This is his last clipping uh, from the field up there in Washington and, you know, fit for consumption, uh, cannabis sprouts, uh, super high in protein. And he's really the... Uh, you know, he has the, the licensing and, and everything to be I able to... Uh, a leaf? Oh, absolutely. I've Go just never it. tried any um, anything so like this before. He's he's uh, he's really pushing on this uh, on this project. Um, but again, for us, we're really excited to bring this into the space. Um, I know you guys know Holden. I know he's been on the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, I got to, to hang out with uh, Holden, and that's where I met David is uh, when we were at the James Beard house. Uh, I believe that was in May. Was that the we, Terps? The, terp, the ex- exploration of terpene dinner that yeah. Holden did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a part of uh, assisting Holden in that, and that's where I met David and his his crew and, and stuff. So uh, it's just now to come back around again and, and take a look at what he has and, and all these new things that are happening within the market. is super exciting. And to be a restaurant really in the space to really explore and per, you know push it through gusto green is amazing yeah uh, when when i taste something like this it's it's a little fibrous it's a little mm-hmm. uh kale i would describe mm-hmm. it as so what are the applications that so this is going to be used for that's we're, we're gonna have some fun on developing some good stuff but initially it'll be like chopped up with our gusto green salad smoked italian vinaigrette seeds and stems Ooh. you guessed it right so you're gonna have the leaves and the stems and the seeds from the cannabis plant uh, the, the smoked Italian vinaigrette uh, in there, and, and just really, it's going to be cut in with kale uh, yeah. to feed that that element. Um, so, but we'll be doing some other stuff with it as well. You know, we'll, we'll probably be doing like a, a, a misto frito, which is essentially we'll like temper the leaves and, and serve that in with garnishes. Mm. Uh, we'll be doing lots of events. Hope to. Uh, be doing we'll be doing lots of events for people and brands uh would love to to be collaborating on different menus right when i go back uh we're doing something uh with the real estate pr company um and then we have uh uh we're working on another one with uh, 
just a, several different companies on. You know, it would be amazing, especially since you're LA based, like people should be reaching out to you for their Emmy parties, their Oscars, sure. you know, any award show, any kind of Hollywood based movie premiere. This is exactly what people would want to eat, feel good, be healthy, and it's then look good on camera. Yeah, and forward thinking. It's yeah. like the new wave of what's cool. It's kind of something I understand when I was a, I was a chef at Animal. Uh, My favorite restaurant in the world. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's probably seven years ago. I was there for about four years. I'm sorry, uh, but with John do, and Vinny. do I have you to thank for the foie gras biscuits and gravy? You know what? I'm going to give that to John and Vinny. Okay. And, uh, and stuff. There's, there's, a, there's still quite a few things on the menu that, that I know I, uh, I had a hand, hand in. Okay. Uh, sorry to interrupt. It's just my favorite no, restaurant. No, no, perfect. <laughs> and it's such, it is such an amazing team. And I was there for the, what we call the foie gras days mm. where it was, insane gangbusters of just you know pita in the front and you know all the riffraff around that and yeah uh dealing with it but i mean john and Vinny are just amazing guys and restaurateurs you've seen it what does Foods it mean that you were the chef there um so right around the time that they opened uh son of a gun i was speaking with uh with the, the two and uh they brought me on board to run animal so wow. I was at Animal and uh, doing that for a couple years, and then uh, the catering started to really pick up. So then I got my hands uh, involved on the catering. Uh, I was doing a little bit of both, juggling, and then we ended up uh, bringing uh, Jonathan Whitner in. He's at, here's looking at you. So we brought him through, and he ended up just crushing uh, the animal side, and, and I got to help John uh, more with the catering aspects of it. So I did a lot of that stuff, the Emmy parties, the Grammy parties, the weddings, the, you know, all that, you know, yeah, all that mm-hmm. been there. Instead, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, and so just, that's what I'm doing now, right? Yeah. We're, yeah. we're feeding a, a part of the uh, pantry food hall, assisting with that team uh, in the Franks, right? Assisting on what's going on there at the pantry. So everybody go to that. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you're not going there, stop by the bodega um, uh, where we have even more. So uh, on the to-go side is what we're doing. The restaurant's doing essentially Gusto Green, mm-hmm. uh, but Pantry has the hot food uh, ready to go. I think it's really, when you were the chef of Animal, were you just expediting and handling the past and everything there? I mean, that's what happens in the evening. Yeah. But during the day, it's it might be like every Wednesday you're going to the farmer's market hand-picking everything, right? Rolling yeah. the cart behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, back then, you know, I'm sure they have a truck now, and they probably have someone more assigned in that now. But back then, it was like me or Vinny or, you know, John, or like just a couple of us go down there and really schluck the boxes. And, you know, th- that's how you do it. And you rolled the backside of the market. You didn't go through the middle. Everything was on pre-order. You might be inspired by some stuff that might be there, new, that you didn't know about, and you might get that as well. Um, but... You know, I was a part of the uh, the development, a lot of the recipes and, and that, and obviously execution of, uh, of production and, and schedules. And, and now you're hitting the market again? So now I'm hitting the market again with Gusto Green on, you know, the events that we're doing, which is super fun um, to, to be cooking. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I most recently moved back from, uh, from New York, where I was there this past year uh, with Soho House. Um, but... It's, uh, you know, you do a little bit of everything and, and as a chef, you know, the dishes too. Hey, congrats on stone fruit season, by the way. 
<laughs> we love that. <laughs> I was going to ask about if you ever had any uh, like shady underworld connections to like a mushroom purveyor or like that secret fish hookup or anything. I mean, <laughs> you like to think all of your relationships. I mean, look, look at what David brought to the table. Was, yeah, These exactly. are fit for, as, as it says here, fit for commerce, right? These yeah. are, these are, uh, fresh hemp. These are super fresh hemp. So that to me is like a massive thing because I, I see this happening in the chef world is now it's going to have access through it. Right. And the chefs are just now going to see it. The the guys that are, you know, maybe cool enough to know, like foods in season mm-hmm. is where where you can get these greens uh, from David. Um, but so that's like a super inside, like know somebody, like to know it before it's on the market. Because where else can you get these? I don't even know. Like literally, I don't even know. Right. And uh, in my world, so for chef friends to know where they can get something like this and start implementing on their menu, I think you're going to see that coming real soon. We're definitely going to be driving that. Um, but you know, a, a relationship I picked up when I was uh, working for Thomas Keller uh, was Brian Hamakua uh, with his uh, peach palms. They're sustainable. We farmed um, on the island. Is it? I believe it's Hilo. Um, right now, I may have messed that up, but either way, Brian Hamakua has always done so well. I used to talk with him every Saturday. How many pounds? You know, how many pounds? How many pounds? Uh-huh. <laughs> and to this day, I start. You know, I have. I, I need to call him this Saturday to ship me some for an event that we're doing um, on uh, next Saturday. So he cuts them to order and wow. ships them over. They're never refrigerated. They come in this whole as a whole stem. They're never in a can. Never cryovac or anything. But that's like a. What do you use them a, a for? Super cool. You know. I use them, I like to use them a lot for uh, just shaving raw, like you would treat it like almost like a truffle. It's not very aromatic like that, but it's a great garnish for a crudo, or it's even to use as a crudo itself. Huh. Uh, so, you know, I'm doing like a machi crudo with uh, culatura vinaigrette and blah, blah, blah. And uh, <laughs> the, it'll have the, sh- the, the shaved hearts of palm on it. But, you know, with everybody, not everybody, but, you know, a lot of movement within the plant-based world and stuff uh a lot of when you come to gusto green what you'll find is these options are there you know the no, the no cheese the no gluten more plant that you know and it was, allergies are also a big thing that we're, we're looking at and really trying to not make imitation food i'm not gonna have a tempeh meatball on the menu uh-huh. yes there will be a meatball on the menu <laughs> you know you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but like really trying to write a balanced menu in that that we have we're able to you know get to get to everybody and their significant other or whatever and and make everybody feel comfortable and welcome uh with what we're doing but uh anyway so, I, I must have tangent on that as i the, sometimes do no well what's really cool about the way you're talking about this restaurant developing is i was wrong because in my head I had pictured almost like an Ikea type of thing where you're going to Ikea to go get a bed and if you want to stop in the restaurant you're going to grab some meatballs you're going to do it but what you're talking about is a restaurant that people are going to come to because they want to eat a great meal and it just so happens that it's also in a building that is the best cannabis in the world well even more on that is we hope to amplify the experience sure if you're in cannabis and stuff it's just like what does everyone do they get they get stoned they get 
the munchies, right? Then you eat, and it's a fried chicken sandwich, and then you're like, and then you're feeling down. Yeah. It's not necessarily the weed you're smoking. As John and Vinny used to say, don't give weed a bad name. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. And, and so, so, so with the food element, you know, adding these, this use of adaptogens and terpenes and, you know, and just quality, it's like right down to the dessert program, which I'm not going to say now that I'm working on the concept. It's super fresh and light. And it's just, you know, you feel good when you eat good food. You feel good. It nurtures you. And uh, when I, how I say amplify is it adds to your experience uh, looking at this stuff and really playing on that whole level of like when we do these private functions, we have a little bit more to, to deal with. Say if your brand was a, a flower brand and you're, you know, you have the new strain and that like we're going to be doing like pairings and stuff where we can kind of pair the, the terpene profiles with with the food you're eating and, and kind of create a synergy uh, within that that idea and, and realm, uh, but that's kind of a lot of different things, but not really. Just being fairly thoughtful about the approach and how we can kind of uh, tell the story. Do you remember? I know we have to wrap up, and thank you for giving. It. I I just would love to ask one more question. Sure. Do you remember when you made the transition from? knowing your mom's recipes and making salsa and having that and then being on the line and knowing someone else's recipes to making the transition into somebody who can cook and somebody who can see ingredients and create what they're picturing you know it's it's one of those things that i was always more of a natural cook in the sense that i was and this is a good and a bad that I was like so strict to a recipe, but I know guys that would laugh at me back in the, when I was like craft and I'd make bread, Miggles bread, and it was literally me, a couple hands here and a couple hands here, and, a, and it would come out right. every time. So I was a very, you know, in tune to what I'm doing type cook where it's not like that recipe. And that's kind of, you know, that's how my I feel my mom probably cooked as well I never really saw her using like recipes unless it was like pumpkin rolls or something like that but um, you know it's it's and actually in this past year on this move I lost a lot of my recipes oh wow. Um, which is fine because it's <laughs> yeah. like it's it's still in you yeah I feel and it just kind of pushes you to kind of relook at what you're doing or those ideas of course you love to have a background to look at well what the hell was in that or or you know be able to pass it on but it's just going to force me to kind of you know push and pull out of the people working with me on this project to really you know create something new which is exciting yeah so yeah. it's a it's that's just that's out there i don't know if i answered the question fully on you that did. one it's but, feel you like know, you're, it, you're for me it in. is it's a you know i i do i still have that feel and 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 stuff and look i could remember and thinking about chicken cacciatore again making that in the middle of ely minnesota on the boundary waters really in canada it, looking at the northern lights holy wow. shit not, not the kind we smoke but <laughs> even, you know yeah. some degrees probably even better i mean pretty fascinating experience to be on the middle of an island they were portaging lake to lake with a canoe and a bunch of guys and and uh you know having a recipe like that you know that you started with is was definitely an exciting thing and something you 
you know, you definitely you latch on to. Uh, but, you know, that's a part of what I really enjoy about food and, and being a chef is is that, you know, the table brings so much to people. It's 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 within anything community, anything cultural, you know, you know, right down to art with culinary arts and everything. So it's all the creativity is there. You know, you'll, it's something that you'll never outlearn. Yeah. It's already there every day. It's just like, you know, we, we do and we do and we do and you refine and you refine and you refine. And then you go back and you say, too much refine. And then you go, end up over <laughs> here and, and stuff. So you see it even within the trends of the, the culinary world. It's like, oh, molecular gastronomy, you're doing this now. And then like, okay, now it's all wood. And now it's, you know, yeah, going back. So. But that's uh, that's kind of my perspective on on what I see happening oh, there. We'd love to talk with you more. Yeah, I'd love back to in LA. See you in LA and come and check out what you're doing. Yeah, well, we'll, uh, we'll be in touch on that, and yeah. we're, we won't be open for a little while, but I'm sure we'll see you at some events. Absolutely. Uh, and you know, where can people follow what uh, you're doing? Is there an Insta? So our Insta is really really fresh and new, but it's uh, gusto green. Um, you know, you, you get tidbits of me on Pantry uh, Food Company, uh, and then my personals uh, at Mags uh, sixteen twenty. Um, that's it. Mags M A G S M A G Z M A G S M A G S sixteen twenty. That's it. Got it. Go figure. <laughs> it's an old one too. Yeah. <laughs> OG. Thank you so much. Thank All right. you. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. And if you want to follow us, we are at Weed and Grub on Instagram or go to weedandgrub.com to check out our website. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes. Leave a written review if you have the time. Send me, send me some whisk pics. Send some whisk pics. Bye, everybody. Bye.